And welcome to a brand new episode of Big Heck and Wade Adventures. I am one half of the Adventures crew, Wade Elson. And Big Heck will not be joining us today, but I went and found, I scourged the mighty, mighty lands and found a very, very awesome special guest. Um, when you, when you want to do something special, you know, you, you reach out for the bloodline. You go far and beyond to find special people in your life. And this is one of the special guests I had to bring on. I'm going to give him a little bit of a good intro. He's the good fungi. He's the good fungus. I've been corrected on it numerous times, but I say good fungus. Um, he's my he's my best my best friend, my big brother. I love this guy with all my heart. Go ahead, bro. Introduce yourself. Ah, oh, man, after hearing all that, I don't I don't know what else to say really, man. <laughs> That's really cool, <laughs> man. Thank you. Uh, thank you so much for having me. Span of Blood here, also known as Jay. Uh, so yeah, man. Thank you for uh, having me on the show, dude. Man, it is an honor and a privilege to have you here, man. You are, I told you, I said, you know, one day or another, when we talked about even popping on a podcast or making our own, I wanted you to be on or me to be on yours. And I heard little dibs and dabblings through the interwebs that, you know, you know, Gene or Wade, I, hey, believe me, I go by either name now. It doesn't matter in this, in these times. Um, <laughs> it just, it's, it's all, it's all relevant um, that we would link up and do something. Yeah. Yeah. Agreed, man. Uh, I, I think uh, our history goes back many years now. Talking about, uh, you know, just initial conversations of wanting to do a show together. Period. Uh, mm-hmm. <clears throat> you know, uh, I still remember thinking of my own little thing and saying, "Man, if I really wanted to do something, it's kind of role reversal. Like it's it's a trip. Um, I was the one wanting to go head first into a show and." and asked if you would be interested in, in wanting to come on with me. And now you're, you're the, the star of the, the show. So this is pretty cool, man. I like it. I like it a lot. I, I'm glad, man. I, you know what the thing is? It's like Nightwing, you know? Batman discusses things with Nightwing, and I'm not trying to steal Nightwing's shine. Shout out to him. You know, but, you know, sometimes you got to outgrow a little bit. I'll be Red Hood in this situation. I'll go rogue and do my own thing, but I'm still part of the Bat family somehow, you know? Hey, man, family's family, dude. That's the way it is. It always is. And I'm glad to have you here, man. You mind if I knock I out a few, you. a few ads just before we get to talking about everything? No, man. This, hey, this is your, your program. Thank you for letting me in the door, man. That's it. Do your thing, brother. I'm okay. a guest. Right. Yeah, yes, 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 indeed. You are a guest. <laughs> a special guest. Never forget it. All right, guys. Let's knock, this out, out. let's knock this out really fast. Please rate, review, and subscribe us. Subscribe to us on all social, on uh, all plat- podcast platforming uh, stuff. You know, usual. I'm no, I'm rambling a little bit. I'm just excited to have my brother on here. Um, <laughs> you can find us on Anchor. Did you know you can leave us voice messages on Anchor, rating and reviewing us, and talking about our show? I just found that out. It's a pretty cool thing that I just discovered. You can find us on Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio now, which I just found out, Pocket Cast, and so much more. Um, you can follow us on social media at on Facebook, Big Heck and Wade Adventures. You can follow us on Twitter at Big Heck Wade ADV. You can follow us on Instagram at Big Heck Wade Adventures. And just to let you guys know, just so you don't forget, we are also part of a super lavish, awesome network called 
the hashtag fourth wall pop network where we like to hashtag make it pop. And there's so many uh, amazing shows on there. You have the fourth wall cast, you have us, you have the crossroads, you have nothing to wrestle with. And there's more shows coming. I know I don't want to go too detailed into it right now, but uh, there's more shows coming. If you want to follow all our shows on social media, go on Facebook, search fourth wall. That's four T H wall cast. You can also look us up on Twitter at fourth wall pop. And on Instagram, at 4th Wall Cast. Do you like coffee? I know my good brother over here is not a big coffee fan. He's not. He's not. You know, but as I sit back and relax and talk to him a little bit, I'm taking a sip. Hold on. Let me, let me get that good sip in. Excuse me. <laughs> I love making him laugh like that. He's, uh, he knows I'm doing this for a reason. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Some lavish coffee. I, and I know, I know he's not a big fan, but I am. I love a good cup of coffee. I even got... Mama Wade into it. Mama Wade loves the coffee. Gets her through the day, you know. She becomes Wonder Woman. I told her all the time. I said, this coffee is really helping. I got to slow you down a little bit. You're going too crazy, knocking over walls and stuff. But, you know, it is what it is. Um, please go to BrickHousePower.com and search up Brickhouse Power Coffee. Now, here's the cool part. If you use our special code, you get a discount. 10% off, Big Heck Wade 10. That's B-I-G-H-E-C-W-A-D-E 10 for a special 10% discount. Go get you some. Hey, do you like our logo? I know I do. It's a beautiful, lavish logo. Mind you, it is made by one of the most amazing artists, I feel. And he doesn't get enough cred, but he definitely should be. Please go follow our good brother, at Clever Art. That's at K-L-E-V-E-R underscore A-R-T, who made our awesome awesome logo and you can also find our awesome awesome logo on tpublic.com slash big heck wade you can make you know onesies for the little ones you can put us on a lavish tote bag you can make a tank top if you're feeling frisky you know sometimes my good brother likes to show off the guns and have a gun show every now and then you know but it is what it is you know even wade may have to pull it out this summer you know you know, once this uh, whole quarantine thing is over, I may have to show off the guns and my little pea shooters because, you know, I've been, only thing I've been lifting is uh, forks to the table, but that's another story for another time. <laughs> Sounds like that, You're all right. <laughs> but once again, please go to tpublic.com slash Wade. Now that that's out the way. Whew. Okay, brother, I have brought you on here for a very, very, very specific reason. Okay. One thing that united us when we first met, oh, so many years ago, was mm-hmm. wrestling. But that's not what yes. we're talking about today. And you know wrestling. We can go on that for hours. This would be like a four-hour show of debating. And, you know, we're not yeah. going to go into me having my fits of certain things, even though that has <laughs> happened in the past. <laughs> but one thing that brought us together was comic books. Yes. And we've been reading so many different comic books over the years. And we've discussed different plots. And there's been things that I've told you about that I'm mm-hmm. like, did you know this was happening or did this happen? Mm-hmm. And it's like, oh, this is so cool. And, you know, I got your feedback. Um, yeah. What were some of the comic books you read? I want to get into that a little bit or some of the arcs you enjoyed. Uh, coming up? Yeah, coming up. Oh, man. Um, well, first and foremost, I, not that there's a, a need to plant the flag or anything like that, I suppose, but I was always a DC guy, um, mm-hmm. specifically Batman. Um, there was something special about Batman that just that he was a dude, man, as a kid, he was, he was just a dude. And I think more so because um, it wasn't the outfit or, or it wasn't uh, the rogue gallery or anything. 
just the fact that he was a detective. The dude was smart. He wasn't a super-powered superhero. You get what I'm saying? Like, he's just a dude. He's just a dude, and he he just says, you know what? I'm tired of the crap. <laughs> you know what I mean? And I think mm-hmm. most people in life can relate to that. <laughs> I don't know why as a kid I just related to that. Uh, I just, I just kind of was like, I'm, I'm tired of crap, dude. You know what I mean? Like, so anyway, uh, I would say Batman was the guy for me. Um, so as a kid, and I'm, I guess I'm talking like really young uh, before the teenage years, uh, it was always Batman and, and Joker for me. Mm-hmm. I agree. I've said this to, I've said this to you before in conversation, <clears throat> excuse me, uh, was, I think there's such a, an appreciation and then, and then, uh, just a love, I guess, for lack of a word would be, it, it's just a love for Joker as much as I love Batman. <clears throat> so I remember having this conversation with you at one point where like, you have to look at these Joker stories. If you, I'm surprised you haven't read these. So I want mm-hmm. you to go look for this one. And I want you to go look for this one and, and read this one because his stories, as much as they're told from the Batman perspective, when you get that switch to the Joker perspective, oh man, it's, it really puts a different spin on, on Gotham and just the whole world that they're engulfed in and entrenched in. So um, my love was always DC as far as comics, uh, the books go. Um, Television-wise, though, coming up, I have to admit, man, it was X-Men, X- X-Men cartoon. You know, like, that's what kind of kept me towards the, the Marvel aspect. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I was a huge fan, still am, of... Um, image and other uh quote-unquote independent companies that would just release these these beautiful pieces of work that just kind of like i'm not finding this uh, with all due respect in the the two top brands if you will Mm -hmm. uh so i don't know i didn't i I don't know if arcs or anything like that really stand out to me um i guess there's always you know the the dark nights and the the night falls and things like that, that um, you can go on for hours, whether it be Miller or uh, any other writer. I'm a Snyder guy, personally. Uh, Mm -hmm. You know this. We're fortunate enough to to meet him in New York um, many moons ago. Um, And you know my interaction with him, so I won't even get into major details or... You inspired a lot with that. You inspired a lot with that meeting, and it's something I've done whenever... uh... We tend to meet certain people and you passed on yeah. the generation to me. So I do it all the time. <laughs> I appreciate it, man. I, I just think that um, to, to answer more to your question was when I met him, we were going for a Batman release and mm-hmm. that's not why I went to go meet him. I went to go meet him to express uh, my thanks, my, my gratitude, my, um, my happiness, my, my getaway in his work because he literally is my favorite writer next to an Anne Rice. Mm. Um, I view him as a comic book writer. Uh, he, to me, he's a writer, period. He's a writer. Um, and the way he can tell a story is, um, to me, very close to second to none. Uh, again, Anne Rice, Scott Snyder. Those are, those are my, my two. So anyway, 
fun fact on that, but um, I was going to talk to him about his own creation, um, American Vampire. Mm. AV is a, a beautiful, beautiful story and um, still being told. He's actually currently working on another one uh, now. So anyway, uh, I don't know. I, I, I guess I, I can't say that there were arcs or anything like that, but those were the comics for me. And then a quick little nod to Spider-Man. Uh, amazing Spider-Man, uh, more so than anything. Uh, but uh, you and I both agree that uh, Miles has a very special place in our hearts. So, yes, he yeah. does. Yes, he does. And you know what the thing is? I mean, before we go into our big, big piece of the story, one mm-hmm. of the things you said that really hits home with me is favorite writers, and I can mm-hmm. agree more to that. Scott is a writer that not only got me back in the comics, but made me embrace it even more than I never mm-hmm. thought I would. And I told him in our meet when I when we met him at that meet and greet. If it wasn't for me listening to a few podcasts like Kevin Smith when he did Batman on Batman and he had him there and they talked about Batman and how he's, you know, he's he's writing it and it's some of the coolest things he's ever done. And he has so many ideas for the character. And he said it whenever I meet someone who tells me that they got back in the comics Mm -hmm. uh, because of him and it's a Batman book, I always tell them, welcome back to Gotham City. And I told and I told him, I said, listen. I listened to that podcast. He said, oh, well, you know, I'm going to be back on there. And, you know, Scott's one of the nicest guys in the world. He'll tell you everything and he'll go into, yeah. he'll go into stuff he's not supposed to with you. <laughs> You're like, whoa, whoa, whoa. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> but what he told me was, you know, I appreciate the fact that you're coming back in the comics and I'm glad I can get that door open for you. And, you mm-hmm. know, reading, reading Zach, uh, Scott's stuff, ah, man, it just took me, it took me when I was in a dark space and mm-hmm. I wasn't myself. And it was even before I met you, brother. Um, those books and his writings pulled me out of it. Mm-hmm. And I got back to who I feel I am now and the person I am and the person I'm glad that everybody has known and, you know, loved and cherished and everything. Not, and I'm not even talking about Wade. I'm talking about Eugene. Yeah, no, you know, it, it, that's awesome to hear, man. Reality mm-hmm. is... Um, you're still not even where you're meant to be, dude. You're still getting there. So exactly. um, imagine the love that people have for you now and you haven't even reached uh, your potential yet. With all due respect, you're still, you're still growing and glowing, dude. You know what I mean? So, <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Yeah. So you, you, that's, a, that's awesome. But that's, that's what it was for us for as kids mm-hmm. though, right? You know, I, I don't know what age you were when you grabbed your first comic book. Or when you sat down and start reading, but I, I will tell you that as kids, that was what intrigued us. It's a world away from what we know. And sometimes it's not even if the fact that we're having a bad day is just this world is so much better than ours. Exactly. You know, you you and I kind of come from the same cloth to a degree where we don't we don't live or or used to live. Um in the nicest of areas, the the most posh of Uh, places and things so we see the dirt we see the grime but we appreciate the beauty and the mess and when we opened up these colorful pages and we went from panel to panel it's not that we became these characters or that we can relate to a guy who fell in a in a vat of toxic waste or anything we didn't that's not what we mean by we relate to that we we were able to read these stories and say I took something from that. 
You and now I can that. apply it. I can apply it to myself and everyday life with others. You know Very what I mean? True. And Very and true. I remember just looking at that as a kid, where it's like everyone else is collecting baseball cards, and I did too. Don't get me wrong, but I was collecting X Men cards. You know, Team Yellow and Team Blue. Mm-hmm. You know, or, or Team you know, Team whatever. And I was looking at all these things and. I was watching the cartoons and I was watching Thundercats and I'm obviously aging myself right now, but no shame (laughs) in my game. I am not 18. (laughs) Um, But uh, yes, you are. Yes, you are. (laughs) uh, 18 plus a few years. Right. But no, uh, it was one of those things um, that you appreciated leaving your space, your bubble to Mm -hmm. float into that story. And then come out of it and, and say, you know what, I, I feel pretty good. So again, and it didn't mean that you had a bad childhood or anything like that. It was just an escape. And it was sometimes <laughs> the, the very best escape ever, right? Because exactly. um, I always say this quickly, uh, when we watch wrestling, it's not that we believe it, so to speak. It's our escape. It allows us to free our minds, get creative, act like we can do it. We participate in this way. It, it gives us this sense of um, me too, if you will. Right. So I love that as you get older, you can pass that knowledge on with comics to like, I, I can pass it to my son who's of age now where God willing, he listens to me and he waits years before he <laughs> uh, moves on and, and does his own thing. And then he can pass it on to his children. and and so on and so forth right but just to me being a dad that's pretty cool because i didn't have that you know that that figure who was saying hey man check this book out or why don't you come and sit watch this movie on vhs or or let's go to the clifton quad you know theater or let's go to the fabian or something and you know that wasn't an option when i was younger whereas i got to be a dad myself and my son was coming of age and we went to go see the, the man of steel and we went to go see this and we went to go see that. And we, we, um, it's just knowledge, man. And it's a world that again, we started reading these panels and it was mm-hmm. such a small world, but to us it was a big world. And then when you realize it got even bigger because you were able to take your world, how you thought it and you saw it when you read those pages and now you created this world for someone else, and now they can imagine an even bigger, vast world. Um, it's pretty trippy to see, man. But I'll stop with my tangent, man. <laughs> it's, it's, no, uh, it's not a tangent. It's it's, it's, be- it's beautiful poetry. I've always said, whenever we have these conversations, and now the world is getting to hear these conversations. You have the gift of gab, and I always said it, man. You can sell water <laughs> to a whale, brother. <laughs> yeah, I appreciate it. Some, some, sometimes it's too much gab. <laughs> nah, man, it's never enough gab. It. The gab is appreciated here. We appreciate hey, the gab. Man. Otherwise, it would just be silence on the air. I dig. My grandfather used to always say um, that that's what I got for me. So the gift of gab. <laughs> my, my mouth is my best friend and it's also my worst enemy. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. I agree. I'm in the same boat, but more my, it's more my worst enemy. <laughs> it's more my worst enemy. But, I um, dig it, man. Tying into what the main topic of the show is, you know, we're going to get into Zack Snyder's original plan for the Justice League story. I wanted to share some news with you, and I don't know if you knew about it, but the first thing I wanted to discuss with you was 
And this is where the DCEU gets a little convoluted. So I'm going to talk about one movie first and what they have sure. planned and how I feel about it. And then I'll go off of you and you tell me how you feel. All right. Sure, yeah, yeah. So as you know, the Flash movie is coming out in, I believe, 2022, 2023. And mm. it's going to be centered around a big word, which we all know in the DC universe, known as Flashpoint. Now, the director of the of the film has gone on record. He, I forget his name at the moment. I'm, I have my computer in front of me, but I had, I want to focus on something else. Um, yeah. He directed it, chapter one and chapter two. He has mm-hmm. gone on record saying that when this movie releases, he he put out the cast. He said Ezra Miller is going to be there. Okay. Uh, he said he said that Ray Fisher is going to be there, cyborg. He also said that Jason Momoa and Gal Gadot are also attached. You know mm. those are key characters in that Flashpoint story. Very but big, actually. Very big. And he also said, and this is where it does bother me a little bit, because I see what direction you're going in, but I just mm-hmm. don't like how you're doing it. He said, okay. and has gone on record, and, and you can look it up, he said mm. that the Flashpoint will erase Man of Steel and BVS from the DCE, from DC history. Mm. This movie will change that whole landscape. Now, here's my thing about this. You know, you're a Snyder guy. I'm a Snyder guy. I honestly think it's a little bit of a slap in the face to him. I mean, Mm. I don't like that you're erasing. And I I know the, the majority of people out there aren't the biggest Zack Snyder fans, but you and I have seen these movies multiple times and mm-hmm. you know we even dragged my poor mom to go see bvs and the only reason she <laughs> went was because was because wonder woman was in it she, she said that's the that's only part right. i was happy about and that's all that's right all but right. we're getting the wonder woman too because there's some news about her mm-hmm. and it kind of contradicts what i'm gonna tell you um mm-hmm. i just don't think that's what you need to do maybe you're gonna you can change a few characters because as you know robert pattinson is Batman now and you know yeah. ben affleck has moved on but now yeah. you have the opportunity to rewrite time a little bit and include him, which is yeah. what started the New 52. You know, yes. before we jumped into that, the New 52 was the kickoff point after Flashpoint. Yes. What do you think personally about this whole director's idea and approach to what he's going to be doing with Flashpoint? Uh, okay. So first and foremost, I'll, I'll kind of rewind to something you were saying um, much respect to Zack Snyder, mm-hmm. first and foremost. Um, the man is, he's a polar figure. Uh, he's a polarizing figure. Um, you either love him or you hate him. There's no in between. Um, but I feel that the proof is in the pudding. The guy is amazing in almost everything he touches. Um, we're only human. Things are going to happen. So it's, I'm not going to turn this into a, whether you like the man or not speech. It's just respect the art form. If you don't like it, okay. Say, I don't like it, but move forward. If you mm-hmm. like it, say you like it, move forward. There, it doesn't have to be a soapbox all the time to stand right. on. So getting that out of the way, I will say that Snyder's vision <laughs> was amazing. And, and I don't even want to say was, I, I actually feel like it should be is amazing. 
his vision for what he's thinking his movies were going to be. I'm sorry, we grew up reading these comics of these characters. We, we grew up reading some of these stories around these characters. And I'm sorry, I, I don't see how you can dislike that. Mm-hmm. We were going to see new gods. We were going to see, you name it, it was there. I'm sorry, we, we got, I don't want to go too far ahead, obviously, but we've seen Justice League. We know what was supposed to be there. And I say what was supposed to, because we know what we eventually got. But what was supposed to be there, you know. So the vision was always there. Now, getting back to it, to your question, um, as far as Flashpoint goes, it's the only thing you can do, mm. realistically. It's the only thing you can do. Why? It's... It's a reboot without saying it's a reboot. Now you bringing these characters in, um, played by these these actors and actresses, you know, um, are you clean slating them as well? Are they no longer going to be around after this? Uh, I'd like to think that they are simply because we hear the rumblings of sequels for certain characters already. Mm-hmm. Um, in which case we're already getting a Wonder Woman, you know, 1984. <clears throat> we're getting an Aquaman 2. So we know that we're getting these movies. Uh, we just never got a Flash or a Cyborg movie. Um, and now Flash is being pushed back to, uh, it's what, 2022 now, correct? Mm-hmm. Um, so again, the reboot, it needs to happen. It needs to, unfortunately. Why? Because Cavill's up in the air. It hasn't been said definitively that he's gone, at least to my knowledge. Right. Uh, ben, ben has already said, I'm, I'm, hey, I had a good time. And whenever you speak in pre- past tense means there is no present or future to it. So we're done, uh, which I stand firm in planting my flag. I'm sorry, Michael Keaton fans. Ben Affleck was the best Batman. You can leave <laughs> the hate mail for Gene and uh, – uh, for a big heck of Wade, you can leave the hate there. <laughs> Thanks, bro. Messages. I appreciate it. You can, leave, you can leave your messages on their page, uh, or you can find me on my social media. I'll give you that later. But anyway, <laughs> Batman, <laughs> best Batman is Ben Affleck. Get over yourself. Um, <clears throat> it needs to happen. Flashpoint to the point. It, it needs to happen. It, um, it's the only way to do it. It's the only way to eliminate the bad taste. If I'm thinking from the studio's point of view, what do we do to let the fans know that our last few movies have been really good and we feel really good about the direction we're going, but you keep clamoring for this vision that may or may not see the light of day. So trust us in this new path that we're going, but in order to move forward, we have to eliminate that aspect. And I will say that's fine by me. Mm-hmm. I'm okay with it because you can eliminate that, but it doesn't mean that it never happened. Right. In your story, it means it never happened, but I saw what already happened. So my eyes already saw, I know I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing your story moving forward. Uh, if I can quickly use an analogy, I know Randy Orton beat Chris Benoit for the title. You don't have to tell me it doesn't exist. I know it exists. You just don't have to talk about it anymore. You can try to rewrite your history any way you want. 
I know who Randy Orton be for his first title win. So I know what Zach was doing. I know what Batman looks like. You can put whatever you want after that. And I'm fine by it. This, this needs to happen. <laughs> I dig it. I dig it. And you know what? I couldn't agree more with you. I mean, Bat Affleck and, and B- Keaton are my two top. I love both of them so much. Honestly, I prefer, I, I, I prefer, I prefer Affleck for the live action Batman movement reasons. And if you, mm. and if you tell me to my face, if you can find a logical reason why you feel somebody else is better, tell me, you can send us the hate mail, please. Feel free to blow up the comment section on, on our uh, Instagram and Twitter feeds. I'm going well, to say Affleck is the best live action Batman we've had just off of BVS alone and what he mm. did. You don't, I, you don't, we don't even got to talk about Justice League. That, that whole fight scene where he went to go save Martha is one of the most, if not beautiful comic book scenes. Sorry, Civil War. You guys fought in an airport. Let's be real. A Civil War is, is not 10 people fighting in a parking lot. A Civil War is hey, let it what be. it should have been. No, be. no, no. I have to address this because somebody's going <laughs> to listen to this and I know what they're going to say and they're going to think I'm crazy. Hate, 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 hate. I'm not going to sit on my soapbox. I'm not. I'm not. Um, I'm just going to say no, no, that scene alone is beautiful. We have tickets to the haters' ball. That's all. Mm-hmm. We have yeah. tickets to the haters' ball. <laughs> no, I, I, I just think that um, there is a, a certain sense of. Uh, I think it was through your your Twitter actually. If I mm-hmm. if I'm correct, I saw where someone said to pick the top two or the top three people to play Batman. And quite honestly, I was actually really surprised because you mentioned Keaton and, and Affleck, or those are your two. And I agree with you. There's something special about Keaton because he kind of just, you weren't expecting it. Come on, Mm-mm. it's Beetlejuice, man. You know, I'm Mr. not Michael Keaton's. <laughs> yeah, Mr. You know, Mr. Keaton is a beautiful, beautiful man, man. A dude can play anything. He can. He can. But no one ever expected him to be that good at being Bruce Wayne and Batman. Uh, so anyway, I, I looked and I said, how come nobody's talking about the animated series, man? Conway, dude. Like, yeah, like, uh, of course. Conway like, don't get no love know, out here. Like, how do you not pick him? How do you not? like? But anyway, I, I just looked at that. And I was like, uh, it's amazing because the, yeah, not to pick you know pick at it or anything like that but um the nolan series man don't nobody talk about bail no more like uh, i agree uh, but that's that's the that's the but that's the beauty of ben affleck mm-hmm. how how no one very few people were vocal about wanting him to be batman or being okay with the the casting uh but there was a majority that treated him like you know the dude was horrible you know, mm-hmm. and then you didn't even give him a chance to put the suit on yet or even have a testing yet. There's something to be said about the the casting job that Zack Snyder has done. These yeah. I can't picture Aquaman being anyone else. And that that's saying something. Um, most people know that have spoken to me that I I don't care for Superman. I never did. But man, if Cavill is not Superman. I'm sorry, Christopher Reeve fans. It's like, <laughs> I grew up, I'm aging myself. Trust me, I grew up on Superman. I was just watching Superman 2 a few days ago. Trust me. There's something beautiful about, especially the Donner cut, but um, Superman played by Henry Cavill is 
he is the man of steel period he is again snyder pulled all the right cards i i don't see anyone in his justice league that doesn't fit sorry they they, he he was perfect in casting agreed agreed i mean i'm in the same boat with you man of steel and we'll talk about that in a little bit because we're going to get to that Mm -hmm. five to that five movie plan Man of yeah. Steel was not the best movie to me. And it took BVS for me to go back okay. and appreciate Man of Steel. Yeah. Like, I I went into that movie like, uh, you know, I'm just happy Batman's here. I hope he, you know, takes out Superman. It's going to be one of the best things ever for me. I'm going to enjoy it. As a fan, you want that. Yeah. You like that. As a Batman fan, you want to see... You want to see Batman wash Superman. And I'm sorry, he did. Sorry, Carm. It wasn't, and I'm going to go on record because I know Carm's going to listen to this. <laughs> and me, and me and Big Heck have gone back and forth with her about this. She yeah. said, and I'm quoting her, and it's just for the little fun aspects, that Batman cheated. And I said, how did he cheat? He's like, basically, mm. Batman pulled a Kevin McAllister and had all these little traps set up. And, you know, basically Superman was Harry and Merv. It got caught out there. I said, no, Batman had a plan and he prepped. Mm. It's not his fault he prepped that Superman fell into everything that he possibly could throw at him. That's his fault. I said, that's not cheating if you you have a game plan. Uh, Agreed. I I mean, I'm biased. (laughs) I'm a Batman fan. Of course, I am uh, too. the, the, The fairness of it is there is nothing fair about war. I don't care mm-hmm. if it's a, a one-on-one. The, the idea was, if we can quickly just talk about it, I don't want to take too much of the time, but Batman's whole ploy, as Alfred was talking to him, was like, this is just to keep the weapon away from the enemy. And he's like, oh, no, you got me <laughs> twisted, Alfred. I'm going to kill this man. <laughs> like, I'm going to kill him because he's not a man. I'm going to kill him. Mm-hmm. This dude has killed people already. Call it what you want. He didn't... Okay, yes, he snapped Zod's neck. You can complain about that all you want. We'll talk about that too. But Mm -hmm. your destruction, which led to the beginning of BVS, you were killing people. He lost people in the tower, which was pretty interesting that they went with that idea, right? The Wayne Tower and the stuff that happened in New York on 9-11 and all. But anyway, um, he lost employees, friends. He was on the phone with someone but it was your destruction that killed these people. So I got to take you out, man. End of story. Mm-hmm. I got to take You're you out. You're doing too much. You're doing too much, and, Yeah, like, and the fact of the matter is I'm, I have to know what I'm going up against. And anyone who knows Batman knows the dude plans for everything. That's the beauty of a writer that can figure out how to beat Batman. Because he's only human, but that's a smart human. Super he's smart. got gadgets. He knows what he's doing. He's got hand-to-hand combat. That's crazy. But he can be beaten. Uh, all we got to do is say one word. Bane. <laughs> like, wow. He can be beaten. Death he can stroke. be beaten. De- Deathstroke's trying to have him, You can name him, but I'm talking about Bane, I think, legit is the only dude to, like, severely know how to put the boots to him. Like, I, I can kill you if I want to. I know Deathstroke can do it as well, but that's the beauty of it. Anyway, um, yeah, man, uh, I, I, I can't knock harm for feeling that she feels, but the reality is 
ain't nothing fair in, in war, dude. Like it's <laughs> it's all up for grabs. This this is a false count anywhere kind of fight. <laughs> so um, you know th- this is gonna happen, dude. And oh well, if you didn't see through the lead smoke, oh well, mm-hmm. that's your and, fault. Uh, oh, I'm sorry. You have a weakness here. Like I'm gonna exploit it. Exactly. Anybody who fights is gonna do that. If I know you got a, a glass jaw, I'm swinging at your jaw. If I know you can't really see out your left eye, what you think I'm hitting? I'm popping you in your left eye. It's just that simple. Taking so, advantage. Soups. And don't get it twisted, man. Like I, I say, like he falcon washed him when he had the ability to put the boots to him. Literally, he stepped on his chest. That's from the pages. Yes. You know what I mean? But don't get it confused when Soups came out of that and was like, all right, I'm, I'm getting back to me. Um, nah, Batman took a L. Batman got thrown to a bathroom. <laughs> he, listen, man, if you watch that, which we have with the extended uh, cut, he took more than just a, a beat down through the bathroom. He was getting thrown through the roof. He was getting launched up into space. Yeah. I mean, not space, space, but he was like thrown up in the air. Like it was, uh, dude, I felt bad for it. I felt bad for that, man. That one push, <laughs> that one little push that he set him back with. Dude, I <laughs> my man dislocated his shoulder. Like, it's, it's, not, one push. it's not peachy keen when you fight in soups, man. Like, it's not, it's really not. Sorry, but yeah, man. Mm-hmm. Um, you going to war, I can't man. knock you for, yeah, I can't knock you for thinking that way. Uh, and I can't blame <laughs> her for feeling the way she did. But at the end of the day, man, Batman did what he needed to do. I'm always exactly. with the Dark Knight. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but the other uh, news I wanted to touch on with, and I said, okay, yeah. if this is what you're doing, I I guess it's going to just continue the way it is. Wonder Woman 84 is coming out August. We're hoping August due mm-hmm. to mm-hmm. The, the pandemic that's going on. But Patty yes. Jenkins has gone on record. Gal Gadot has gone on record. Anybody in the cast that's gone on record has said there are still major ties to Man of Steel, BVS, and Justice League, Snyder's cuts um, within the, within that movie. Good. That's the I thing that I'm like, that. Uh, okay, like that's cool. I mean, you, you said Flashpoint's going to change all that, so maybe I should just appreciate this movie a little more than I should. And I love Wonder well, Woman. Don't get thing. me wrong. Yeah, no, I, I definitely agree with you. Um, it's in my top five um, mm-hmm. movies as far as uh, comic book movies. Um, I will say that it was even still, uh, that's fine. Uh, one on a personal level, you know, Patty and, and Snyder, man, they're they're good people's man. Mm-hmm. You know, they're, they're that's like me saying that uh, you and I no longer work for the same company, but um, you know what? I'm not supposed to be your friend anymore, right? Because we don't. <laughs> but, you know, I, sorry, man. I'm always gonna ride with you. That's that's the reality. And mm-hmm. I think that's the case that we're looking at. I'm going to stay true to the vision that we had from the beginning. Mm-hmm. I may have to alter some things, but the vision will remain the same to the, the end goal. This is what it's going to be. Because if I'm correct, I thought there was a, a three-movie arc with Wonder Woman. If, um, uh, if I'm correct, it was supposed to be three. Within Snyder's um, plans or just on, on Wonder Woman? No, 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 with Patty. No, with, with, Patty, with Patty Jenkins. From what yes. I, I remember, it was only supposed to be three. Because mm-hmm. um, Snyder's original five, Wonder Woman wasn't part of that. Neither was Suicide Squad. Exactly, which is fine because he had his thumbprint 
on their movies already. Like he had his, his hand in that. It didn't have to be his vision, but it, it fit in his world. Mm-hmm. And that's what was, um, again, we'll talk about the DCU in, in its entirety, I'm sure, but that's what was disappointing to see uh, David Ayer kind of have to take a loss like that yeah. um, for Suicide Squad. But um, yeah, I, I think that it's fine if you stay true to what you've been doing. Uh, and include Man of Steel, BVS, uh, Suicide Squad, whatever you want to do. If if it's pre-Flashpoint, uh, it's fine. Because mm-hmm. then the idea is once Flashpoint comes, we're supposed to redo everything, correct? Right, um, everything changes. That's, that's fine by me too. Because uh, honestly, we don't know if Matt Reeves is going to include his Batman into a, a full-on universe or if it's just a one-off. Uh, we don't know if Gunn is going to do another... Suicide Squad after this one is released. We, you know what I mean? Like, we don't know mm-hmm. how big and grandiose this world is going to be, but we know potentially what it could be. That's the beauty of it. So, so I'm okay with it. I'm, yeah, I'm okay. Because, again, I've said this before about other outlets of entertainment. We live in a, in, a, in a wonderful time where we have these accessible right now. And it's nothing wrong. Like, who would have thought we'd ever see Captain America and Spider-Man in the same movie. You know, uh, who ever thought, and I'm talking about live action, not animated. You know what I mean? Like, whoever thought that we would see Batman versus Superman ever, ever. Because as we've gotten older, we've realized what we didn't realize as kids, almost everything is a business. Everything is dollar driven. So, the people that will make a Batman movie are saying, nope, this is just Batman. And we're <laughs> going to milk it. We're going to make every piece of merchandise, period. Same thing with Superman. And same thing with this person. Same thing with that person. And we got to a world now where it's like, ah, oh, man, I kind of want to see them together. Just do it. Let's see. You know, the fans want it. They <laughs> clamor every year at our cons and they're dressing up like their favorite heroes and stuff. Let's try it out man so yeah man i, I uh i'm okay with it you, you want to redo it cool it's it's bound mm-hmm. to happen it's gonna I, happen to it. it's one of the things that we that we're gonna have to just okay let's see you know what it's a wait and see method to me i feel once you get the movie and it's in it's in front of us and we see what they're doing we can go you know what okay if this yeah. is the direction you plan on going I want to see what you do, what what the net, what it whole what entails for the next stuff, and will we get to see certain characters that we're gonna bring up in this five part Justice yeah, League yeah. story plan? Yeah, yeah. Ooh, that I am very, you know, I'm. Let's just get to it. I'm, 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 I'm yeah. asking. I'm asking. No, I'm with you. Okay. Yeah. The only thing, the only thing, right before we jump into it, that I can just quickly say, mm-hmm. the only thing I would ask, definitely, I'm doing it myself, but I would say to everyone else that goes into these movies moving forward, just be mindful that their idea is to get away from the Snyder aspect of it. So go in with an open mind. Be happy that we're still getting characters and we're still getting movies and they're not being shelved. You know, like we've learned through this pandemic that people's lives are really altered by things. Mm -hmm. You know, and we're not saying that every celebrity is hurting or they're not hurting. Not going with that aspect, but We've seen people lose jobs. We've seen people who wanted to do something be told, well, now you can't anymore. Um, So let's just be happy that we still have some things that are being planned for us. And 
let's uh, keep an open mind and, and hope for the best period, because the better the product or the better, um, the, I guess the, the best way we can look at it is if we're able to appreciate it for what it is, the better chances we have of getting more of it because we're just humbly being thankful for it. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. yeah, man, <clears throat> but yeah, let's get into it. Let me not hold you back any further. Okay. We're going to, uh, we, we discussed this before we got on there. So we're going to break this down mm-hmm. movie by movie. Uh, yeah, yeah. shout out to, uh, man, I pulled this from Reddit and I also pulled it from major spoilers YouTube channel. Okay. Cause it was, it was in the yeah, algorithms. Yeah. I was just messing around. Okay. I'm not going to lie to you. I search out for these things, you know, but it popped up on my news feed and it popped up on YouTube. So I said, hmm, let me investigate this a little bit. I watched the video and actually found the article that brings this up and breaks it down movie by movie. Now, Zack awesome. Snyder originally had a five-part Justice League story planned. And it kicked off with the, with the first two that we already knew about, Man of Steel mm-hmm. and BBS. Then it goes yes. into Justice League 1, 2, and 3. We were supposed to get three Justice League movies. Um, mind you, Wonder Woman one of my favorite movies honestly it, it it's i put wonder woman and bvs in a competition between each other all the time for top spot i love both of those mm. movies with my heart okay um suicide squad and any movie preceding that wasn't even a thought these mm. were movies that were added to it just add to to add to the story um yeah but the five part justice league story plan kicked off with Man of Steel. I love I love Man of Steel now. Wasn't a big fan when it first came out, but the good brother over here was. There were now as good as that movie was, Snyder had to make changes already. So the movie we got wasn't really what we were supposed to get. And from what's mm-hmm. being said in this article, uh, in Man of Steel, in Man of Steel, Kryptonian society is established without any of its members having any free will which is very interesting to me. Like, no one had any choice to do what they wanted to do. They, they had to, you know, basically live their lives the way they had to. So then mm-hmm. it says, Juro gave his son, who we now know as Superman, free will through the Codex, allowing him in the Codex. See, the Codex. Big words there, and it's capitalized. So you know, the Codex plays an important part in this story. Allowing mm-hmm. him to choose to be good or bad. And every other Kryptonian is a simulation in the body, including Zod. Yes. A cool, sto- a cool point. I love how Jor-El gave his son the, the right to have a free will, which was amazing. Superman in that movie made, made choices, good, bad, or indifferent. But he eventually grew into the hero that we know and love through the DC universe. And I've actually become a fan of now. And I appreciate him more as a character. But Brother, what do you think about that first that first little bit of news from uh, Man of Steel? Um, I thought I thought it was amazing, um, but we we kind of I don't I don't know if I just saw too deep into it or or if I was just kind of already looking in that vein. But once the Codex was inserted, he was given every bit of his culture of his mm-hmm. existence, everything. He's the last birth of Krypton. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like he was born that way. And so they said, here, we're about to die. <laughs> You're <laughs> going to have to take everything with you, literally. So here's this codex with everything. I'm talking about history upon history is now in you. It is yours now. 
uh, I agree. You can go one way or the other. And I guess that's where Papa Kent comes from, uh, you know, steering him in the right path. Because trust me, um, up until I saw the movie recently, uh, and, and by recent, I should be a little better on wording because it was actually like a year ago. <laughs> but I always said, what if we ever, what if we ever got like an evil minded Superman mm-hmm. in, you know, actual like film, not animated, not comic book version, like give me a live action evil Superman. And we were able to see that because I said, and I don't want a Superman as an adult. I want a kid Mm -hmm. who just went off the rails and we got a movie similar to that. Um, And I I thought it was pretty cool, man. It actually uh, held up. So anyway, that free will aspect is key because we, whether you take a religious belief or not, we have free will. We make these choices daily of do we want to be the good guy or the bad guy uh, in in our story daily you know uh and i used to always say this saying when i was younger if you get to know me i'm really a nice guy Mm -hmm. but if your version of me is that i'm the bad guy never will i ever hesitate to wear the the black cap I'll always wear the black hat for you then. If that's what you see me as, I'll be that. Because it's what you're going to see anyway. You'll never see me shining my light that brightly for you. So uh, it's all free free will. It's all choice, right? So mm-hmm. I, I like it, personally. I, I was a fan of that. I, you know, As I said, I, I, I kind of viewed it that way already when I was watching the movie, uh, I remember taking my son to see that movie when it first came out. And uh, I was like, I still don't like Superman though. Like the movie <laughs> was so good. I, I walked out the theater saying, man, this Snyder hit it again. I remember leaving the theater and I was like, Snyder did it again. He got he me. Gave me another, he got me another great movie. I'm sorry. Like anything that he's done from 300 to like, you name it, Watchmen, he, you, he did it. I'm sorry, he did it. So, um, but uh, yeah, I, I still walked out saying, I'm uh, Superman, dude, I don't care. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, it's <laughs> awesome, you know, but I'm not a Superman guy. But yeah, so good stuff, I, man. I dig. I mean, you know what? I, like I said, Man of Steel made me appreciate Superman a little more. And mm-hmm. uh, BVS definitely made me appreciate him a little more. Gotcha. And speaking of BVS, moving right along into the next movie. Yes, now, sir. There's even more of a difference from this cut than what we oh, got yeah. in the ultimate cut. Now, it goes as follows. A period of global yes. division is experienced amongst humanity, peaked in Batman and Superman, who almost kill each other. In, and they have two fights. It's not supposed to just be one. It was supposed to be two. Yes. In the middle of the film, we see the story jump to the nightmare timeline where Batman's deepest fears are realized as he sees a fallen Earth commanded by a malevolent Superman who kills him. Suddenly, he's awoken by from his nightmare as Barry Allen tears through time and space, warning him of the anti-life Superman. This leads mm-hmm. to Bruce to a, this leads Bruce to attack and kill an attempt to kill Superman, ultimately realizing his humanity and deciding against it. So on and so forth. The movie plays out how it's supposed to be. Superman ends up dying, sacrificing himself. 
in order to defeat Doomsday, and we still get the mm-hmm. we still get the end of the movie where the dirt rises from the coffin, confirming his return. Now, it's fair. I am very upset that I what? found out later that there was another fight scene. I am so upset. That's no, and you know I love BVS. I do the ultimate cut. I told everybody. If I'm going to watch DBS, as much as I like the theatrical version, which I saw with you five times in one week, (laughs) the ultimate cut is beautiful. It is a beautiful, beautiful, beautiful movie. And I am very upset that there was not a second fight scene. I know they interacted (laughs) the first time when when Superman basically destroyed the Batmobile. I was like, yo, what you going to do? Like, here I am. So you're going to be like, yo, retire. Get out of here. Yeah, I would have essentially that first him. fight, but exactly. I would have loved to seen. As the, wait, speaking of punking, remember the whole commercial where you know it was like, uh, <laughs> "Do you bleed? Do you, do you bleed? Yeah." And, and yeah. Me, my my, uh, my cousin brought up a good point. He's like, "Yo, Superman was Batman kind of put, Superman got punked Batman even more when he, when he started walking away. Like, oh, yo, do you bleed? Like, you will." I was like. No, yeah. he didn't. Technically, Superman heard him. Superman's got gray hair. So he would, if Superman wanted some static, he could, I said, if Superman wanted some static, he could have came back and handled his business. But I, it's, it's true. Um, <laughs> but I still, I still think Superman punked him in that part. Um, oh, yeah, they destroyed the car, just wrecked the car. Yeah. <laughs> but the dude, he, all he did was move his foot. <laughs> he attacked him. He tapped him with he his love foot. Tapped the Batmobile. <laughs> he love tapped the Batmobile. Like that just goes to show you the damage that he caused or that he can cause. But um, no, I don't know if I was just looking into all that stuff prior, but I, I thought that was kind of common knowledge that there was a second fight um, or there were two fights, I should say. No, um, I didn't know. I, I, I loved it. person didn't know. Yeah, no, I, I think it's awesome uh, for those who watched the uh, BBS watch along with Snyder. Uh, he was explaining and through his Vero account, he's very um, active. You know, he's constantly dropping little gems and stuff like that for everyone. So um, to know that he had such a different picture and even for someone as as talented and, and driven as Snyder is, he still gets resistance from the studios and stuff like that. Cause even his vision that he had for that movie, which he still was able to, re, you know, to film and put together and have a, a director's cut, you know, and, you know, an unedited version, if you will. And the, the extended version, it, it was so much better. I agree, but he still missed out on putting so much that he wanted to do. Uh, and I guess people can argue, hey, in retrospect or, or looking back, you're like, oh, I wish I would have done this. Oh, yeah, I would like to have put this. I would have. But just watching the theatrical mm-hmm. and comparing it to an extra 30 minutes in the extended version, you can see most of those quote unquote uh, plot holes get filled up. Yes. Um, he, he really didn't leave anything if you just took the movie for what it was worth, right? Mm-hmm. Hey, I'm sitting down with some popcorn or some candy or something, and I'm going to watch this movie in the theater. And you just sat through three hours and you said, man, I, I totally got the movie. I got it. I, I knew exactly what he was doing. Because it starts off with a recap of the last movie, jumps right into present day, and it moves forward. Mm-hmm. And then you get a conclusion. 
with a death. And then it teases the next movie or the next phase, if you will, the next round. So he essentially hits you with a grand slam. You know what I mean? Like that was a home run if I've ever seen one. He gave you everything in one movie. He just needs to now tell a different story, which he had all set in stone for himself. He set the foundation with Man of Steel. Mm-hmm. It's, looking back at BVS, to me, it's still a Superman movie. You, like yeah. I left the theater, I left the theater numerous times with you um, watching this movie in its first few days of release and saying how I leave this theater now with a great appreciation for Man of Steel. Not the movie, but Superman himself. Because um, I, I never thought anybody could get me to like Superman. You know, I didn't hate him. I just, I didn't care. You know, it wasn't a, he wasn't, he wasn't the guy I gravitated to. I was always a Batman guy. Um, Same here. So, yeah. So moving forward with it, I was like, oh man, like Superman really got me in the feels today. I didn't even care about his death like that, uh, so to speak. I just think the entirety is, it was like, dude, like Man of Steel really means well, dude. Like look at the, the trials and look at the, the situations he was going through in that movie. To me, it was a, it was a Superman movie. Um, loved it, man. I, I, again, that's there to me. It's hard to say that BVS, the extended version, is not a, a, a perfect film. Like ten out of ten. Sorry, like if I was rating something, it's hard for me not to say that. It's it's. I don't even feel right giving it a nine. That movie was very well done, very mm-hmm. well done. I agree. From the beginning to the end. To, to, like I said, it, it, it cleaned up to fill you in on what happened and say you missed Man of Steel three years earlier. Uh, hey, I dig it. I didn't see Man of Steel, so I'm going to check this movie out with my friends. Let's see what's going on. You jump into BBS and it's just like, oh, okay, so this is why he's coming after him. He didn't give you the whole movie over again. He was like, basically, this is what's happened. This is what's happening now. Fast forward, this is what's happening. And this is what it is. So, yeah, BBS was on point to me, man. It, it, I agree with you. It's mm-hmm. hard to not put that up there as number one. But I do say that um, Man of Steel is, is – I loved Man of Steel, man. It's hard to not say that that's not number one out of those two. It's, it's, it's number three for me. Wonder. Man of Steel is three for me. It's three. Oh, I, I appreciate it. I appreciate the movie. I do. I appreciate it. But I'm yeah. telling you, Wonder Woman it. and BBS would just – Oh, no, no, that's something fair. beautiful, that's man. Fair, hey, man. Something great. Yeah, I dig when, it. You know what makes me appreciate that movie uh, more? And uh, Mama Way's in the background, so she's going to hear this. If I can get my mom to stay awake during a superhero movie, and the main reason she stays awake is Wonder Woman, that I, that I win. It's an easy ball game. I dig it. I take great it. Success. And she, it's a great success. She, she's like, Wonder Woman's in this movie? And I had to explain to her, and she's like, yeah. <laughs> And she's like, okay, I'll go. No, no. You said Wonder Woman's in it. I have to go now it's because she's here and I want to see what she yeah, does. Yeah. And she stole that movie. I know it's a Superman movie, but man, when she came in, I tell you every time we saw it, got chills, got goosebumps, got myself into this tizzy over her. And I just love Gal Gadot and what she did for the movie. I love the whole movie as, as a whole. 
Yeah. I'm going to reiterate yeah, what I, said a little bit. And it's yeah. just one of those beautiful movies. I I understand people have their gripes with it. And it's more of the whole, you know, there's the Snyder, there's the Snyder supporters and the anti-Snyder supporters. They're they're gonna they're they're gonna fight with us about everything. But it's one of the sure. most beautiful movies from the cinematography to the to some of the dialogue that goes on in that movie between characters like yeah. Jesse Eisenberg, as much as he creeped me out with that Jolly Rancher scene, some of his dialogue was just <laughs> amazing. Um, I thought as a as Luther and, and come to find out, like I said, watching that um, that watch along with Snyder, his he kind of was unfortunately cut out of a lot. Yeah. That's true. So I don't was. think I think everyone judges, which is fair, I suppose. You judge by what you see, right? Mm-hmm. So what you see, it's like what we got. But the reality is, he was actually really good. Mm-hmm. You know, and he had and, plans. Uh, and he had plans. Yeah, man. he. Oh man, did he have plans? <laughs> like <laughs> again, to to know what we were supposed to get, and unfortunately, what we got. I'm still thankful we got the what we got person for myself i can't speak for the masses and i'm not trying to i'm simply going to give uh my opinion on it and my stance so i feel that he i think everyone did with with what they were able to they Mm -hmm. did an amazing amazing job everyone everyone Mm -hmm. because right now we're we've moved on to wonder woman now and that as you said that's that's top three easily for you Easily, easy. It's top three, and I'm talking about no one expected that to be as good. I'm sorry, no one did. Uh, did. You were hoping because you were like, "Man, BVS left a kind of a weird taste in my mouth," right? So uh, the the year before, and let's not forget that Suicide Squad came out almost a year prior. Uh, It was short by like two months or so, Um, if I'm correct. It was. August that Suicide Squad came out and then August yeah August June yeah and then June of next year was Wonder Woman um and I think that Suicide Squad definitely left a, a bad taste in the mouth of people unfortunately so I don't know I guess we can cut back and actually talk Suicide Squad if you want if we're going to go through the DCEU that way you would you um, would you like to? I mean, we could we can go yeah, into it a little bit. We can go quickly. Trust me, we we can just kind of make a quick stop. We don't have to stay on it. Yeah, <laughs> we're, gonna, gonna, we're gonna make a we're gonna make a quick pit stop at Suicide Squad. Yeah, so, um, no. So speaking of Suicide Squad, uh, because if we're gonna go uh, chronologically, um, ah, man, I was excited for it. I really too. was. Um, the cast itself, I was happy with. Um, the the thing about me is I don't nitpick. Um, social media can be quite a disgusting place at times. Very true. Um, you jump on and there's just such a negative, like, oh man, Joker doesn't wear that color purple. You know, Joker doesn't have that tattoo on, on that pl- spot of his body. Or, Dude, just understand that this is someone else's interpretation. It doesn't have to be your interpretation. So moving into the, that aspect, uh, I looked at the cast, and first and foremost, those people that were in the movie, those are some good names, man. Mm-hmm. Those are some good names. 
Will Smith. You have the, the, you have, I was going to say, you have the box office attraction of just Will Smith alone and Margot Robbie, who was on the come up, and they just did a movie together, which was really good. Mm-hmm. And then they were doing Suicide Squad. And I remember almost everyone I spoke to was saying, oh, I'm going to watch this movie with Will and Margot because I want to see their chemistry. So when I go see Suicide Squad, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. it's all about how are they going to look on camera together? I, I it was actually really, to you. I told you yeah, that off the rip. Yeah. So, um, again, the one person I will say that I love the most out of Suicide Squad, the most, is uh, Viola Davis, Amanda Waller. Hmm. She played her part amazingly well. Love her as an actress. Um, Not much that she does that I don't like, to be honest with you. But I thought every character that was there did what they needed to do considering we know for a fact that the movie we got in the theater, and this was before anything ever really blew over. Um, The Comic-Cons, they saw the original uh, footage, um, the release of the test movie where people saw what they saw, and that's not what we got. We got something so different, so changed. And again, as I said earlier in in this conversation, I feel bad for David Ayerman. He's obviously gotten past it. It is what it is. Uh, Some people out there still give him a tough time for it. Uh, They just won't let it go. But uh, at the end of the day, he did what he could. But I trust his vision. I know out of reading, because I fortunately, unfortunately, I had not seen any of his uh, footage. But I know from a couple people that I've spoken to that have seen it, loved every bit of it. For him to step on stage and say what he said about Marvel, we know what his uh, expletive was Mm -hmm. and how gung-ho he was and said, bro, like, we're going to make a mark. DC, if you're a DC Comics fan and you want these characters to really be, we're going to give you something. Snyder's got his side. I'm going to do mine. Patty's going to do hers. We got this. You know, trust us. We got this. And then you let him put that out. You you basically crippled him. Mm -hmm. And it's such a shame because uh, if I'm going head to head against someone, I want people that want to fight, man. You know, he was he was looking to fight for his characters, for his his people. He he wanted it. Um, But anyway, I I thought the movie itself was not bad. when you compare it to the, everything else in the DCU right now, uh, what is it, eight movies in, I believe? Mm-hmm. Um, unfortunately, it's at the bottom. It is because of what we got. And it's no knock on David Ayerman. He, he tried. But uh, yeah, man, Suicide Squad, I, I didn't mind it. Thought it was pretty cool. Uh, loved Waller. I love the Batman uh, piece at the end. Um, I love how she knew uh, about him. You know, maybe you should... Uh, Stop working so late. (laughs) (laughs) You know what I mean? Um, You know, you might want to shut it down or me and my friends will shut it down for you kind of deal. Mm -hmm. Uh, Or, you know, if I, maybe he said it was just him. I can't remember now. It's been. No, but me and my friends will shut it down for you, which I thought. Go ahead. I'll let you finish. I have my idea. So what that was. No, no, I dig it. I I think, um, you know, there, there's something to be said about how 
even in its mess, they were able to continue and, and piece it all together. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, and then move forward to Wonder Woman, uh, which I think in vain, um, in the vein of, of um, the, the order, I should say, I'm sorry, <clears throat> was it wasn't even Suicide Squad and Wonder Woman. You were just waiting for Justice League, right? Yep. Uh, but Suicide Squad even pieced it together pretty well to allow you to jump into Justice League. Um, so yeah, but ahead. I'm interested to hear what you were going to say. Um, when it comes to Suicide Squad, it wasn't the greatest movie. I know that, you know mm-hmm. that, but I saw that a multitude yeah. of times too. And I had my sure. things about that I liked. Again, Mama Wade went with me and enjoyed the movie for what it was. She's like, oh, Will Smith is in this. Okay, cool, I'll see it. And she's like, it's not a bad movie. I have my issues with it. I didn't understand certain things, but it's cool, whatever. It is what it is. But when we got to that point where, like you said, Amanda Waller told Bruce Wayne, like, I, you know, maybe you should stop hanging out at night. And he says what he says about the friends. I was thinking, and it was right around the time this started happening in, uh, in the Rebirth comics, we had mm-hmm. gotten Justice League versus Suicide Squad. So I eventually thought that in this timeline, one way or another, we were going to have the Justice League go up against the Suicide Squad, which, which honestly is a mismatch. We all know. Oh, yeah. We all know, if we're going by the teams, yes. The team they had. But I, what, I, what I did think was beautiful, yeah. um, and it's, it wasn't the original cut, was the Batman sequence with uh, Deadshot. Um, that was... That, that was in the, the original, original cut. cut? No, that, no, I'm saying that was in the original cut. That wasn't cut. supposed to be? So, and okay. you and I being in a theater and seeing this, I, I felt like we kind of got a little tease of it, what Justice League versus Suicide Squad was. Because I agree with you. We were reading the right. same things. You know what I mean? Like, at that time, the pages were really burning at that point, man. We were really mm-hmm. having fun reading on these things. And, um, yeah, it, it gave you this this tease to visually see like, man, like is Harley going to try to go after someone now? Or, you know what I mean? Like, are we going to see any of the characters now? Who else is going to try to go after someone? Uh, But I thought it was pretty cool, man. Like I said, they tied in a lot of stuff between squad and um, BVS. So I I, I was good with that. Yeah, there was definitely a mm-hmm. major tie-in between the uh, movies. Uh, one of the other cameos that we forgot that was, was awesome. Flash and uh, yeah, was Captain awesome. Boomerang uh, with their little interaction. Yeah, because again, cool what we were, I like that too. I don't know. There, it, if I can like go back to when the movie came out and we were sitting in a the theater and the, the, I think the, the aura around it, the, the excitement, the vibe was very different. It wasn't BBS. It wasn't the vibe... Of, mm-hmm. of like anticipation we were just kind of like eh. you know we're hoping for a really good movie man let's see what happens because again we were following a lot of the news trying not to read spoilers or anything like that but a lot of the news and we were getting wind before the release that um this movie is not going to be what it originally was this is going to be different um so let's hope that they kept the integrity and we later find out that they really didn't so you know, that's the unfortunate aspect. So uh, it wasn't a horrible movie. I guess, like I said, at the end of it, uh, when you're ranking them, I, I guess if you were to rank the, the eight movies, it is at the bottom, unfortunately. But it, it moved. 
Yeah, but it moved it, forward it to the, the next bottom, movie, sadly. which was a great movie. <laughs> so, yeah. Wonder Woman, which I even have my issues with because what I heard from the studio, what they said about the studio and Patty Jenkins went on record saying Warner Brothers wanted to cut one of the most pivotal scenes of that movie out. But you know what's crazy like, about that? I, think I know which one you're, gonna, you're saying, but um, the reality is this is what almost... Mm-hmm. it's from the beginning of time if you will as far as movies go there's always someone in the office who's wanting to medal you know medal in something they want to get their hands in it they want to feel right. like the boss or show that they are the boss or you know hey you should listen to my suggestion no i, I really shouldn't you pay us to make this movie great we're going to make this movie and make you a mm-hmm. lot of money but you need to trust my vision i don't need you putting your fingers in this right now this is this is my batch Get your hand out of my cookie jar, man. This isn't for you. Um, and there's something to be said about Patty not only speaking up about it, but also sticking to her guns because it's um, the movie was, dude, I can still put that movie on and kind of get the goosebumps that I got the first time sitting there watching it. Um, I don't rank it at number one. I think I'm going to watch that movie tonight. That's, that's not a bad idea at all. Tonight. I won't rank idea. it as number one for me, but I do that. say that it's up there. As I said earlier in the conversation, it's top five comic book for a movie, uh, comic book movie for me. Sorry. Um, it, it's up there, man. It's, it's well done. It was well done. Um, every aspect, the score, uh, that just the score alone, dude, that, that song is amazing. <laughs> like legit. Like, yeah, that, it's, her it's theme, so good. Her theme man. just gets you. I was even joking just gets that you I might hyped, have to put like, it on my, yeah, my workout playlist yeah. when I'm at the gym. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like it's it really is just it's just a good it's a good thought. Uh, do it. It's a good theme. So, um, it's yeah. when I used to go running. That was my theme. That was my theme. Man. I would go uh, running but too. Yeah, that that movie. I don't. I don't even know if you really need to delve into it like that. Really, it, it was just. It was a great movie you that don't, was just you don't. perfectly done. Uh, it showed so many different sides of her. It, it allowed you to, if you had any questions, mm-hmm. obviously the first time we saw her in action was BBS, right? Which was the year prior. And you're like, all right, well, yes, you know, there she is. But she said so many things, but so many things, I should say. She didn't have a lot of dialogue. But what she did say in the movie, you paid attention to. And then as you paid attention to anybody who knows me, I'm a detail kind of guy. Uh, what did she mean by she's been out and now she's been back and how long? And so you had all these questions. And then after you watched the movie, you're like, right. huh, okay. <laughs> Considering it wasn't part of, yeah, it wasn't Snyder's oh, five I pieces, what, okay. but I understand. this was a really... Mm. Um, really good piece that adds to that. You know what I mean? Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I'm gonna say I'm gonna say this, and I know you're not a fan. You know, it's uh, like you add a little bit of pineapple I, I to the pizza. Pineapple and pizza. You know, and I, and I enjoy That's it. Perfect. It's delicious. It, it's a little, you know, it's a pizza, uh, and I'm like, you know what? Just try this pineapple. I am Put a, a little piece on it. You see how you like guy, it? Sweeten it up. Hands down. So that, that's fine by me. Anybody who says they don't like it, I don't trust them. I don't trust anybody. It's good though. Like I enjoy it. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Pineapple pizza is the delight. All right. We said we said the debate here. Pineapple pizza is lavish. But um, moving on from a great movie, 
we now get to the yes. contra- uh, controversial, and I'm using air quotes, yeah. uh, movie, Justice League. Now, mm. this is the original cut of what Snyder wanted to do. This is where we get into the meat yeah. of the three movie pl- of the five movie plan. Um, first of all, they yes. said the movie kicks off with the invasion. Mm. Now, in the invasion that we got, it was originally Steppenwolf with a bunch of parademon troops going after mm-hmm. the going up against the Amazonians, Earth, Earth, mm-hmm. Atlanteans before the submergence, Greek yes. gods, and the Green Lantern Corps. In this cut, it's the movie starts off with that, but it's not yes. Steppenwolf. It's Darkseid. Yes, he's known he as Zeus uh, of Apocalypse young. at the time. Yep. They don't say dark. They don't call him. Yeah. Very young. So later on, we find out in the modern time, following the death of Superman, mm. so it's kicking off right after BVS, his a- Darkseid's aged uncle Steppenwolf seeks to end his own enslavement under Darkseid to join the array of the new gods. Here's where the new gods come into play, so now I have exactly. another thing. Like, okay, this is what you were mm. going to do. It's a beautiful thing already you're planning. Oh, man. So he returns to Earth to reclaim his conquest by retaking three charge engines known as mother boxes. Love mother boxes. Know what these are. These are big mm-hmm. parts of any type of dark side story. So you got to see where he's going with this. With these mother boxes, Steppenwolf plans to utilize the fear, alienation, doubt, and disillusion of Earth following the death of Superman mm. to power up his parademon troops. And in the and in the trailer, that's where that line comes into play. There are no protectors yeah. here, no lanterns, and no Kryptonians. the The Justice League is formed by Bruce and Diana. And they have one, one mother box from Cyborg to resurrect mm. Superman after sensing foreign materials in his body. I.e., here it is exactly. again, the Codex for Man of Steel. <laughs> oh my gosh, I'm reading this stuff yep. more like, this is what we could have yep. got? This is what was supposed to happen? You, you guys are, mm-hmm. Mortar Brothers, you're really, you're really jabbing me here. So Cyborg's interfering, inter- interfacing with the ship and mother box paints Superman as a coming threat but they continue to resurrect him. So see, here's another thing. They see Superman's going to be a problem, but Cyborg's like, no, we need him. Like, we're going to still continue to do this. That's why I I like that they kept that in the original cut where they were debating it. Like, no, he he shouldn't be here. He's a threat. We bring him back. He might not be the same person he was when he died. Um. Fighting off step, then it says, let's see, let's see. Fighting off and ultimately murdering Steppenwolf. <laughs> uh-huh. Murdering Steppenwolf. Okay, I'm going to go into detail with that one because I, me, you and me have discussed yeah, this so well, many I, times. I remember like, having That's the conversation with you that night and saying, um, but you know what's going to happen, right? Mm-hmm. And you were like, no, I said, you, you didn't know what was, all right, well, let me tell you what was going to happen. Um, you know, stab chop mm-hmm. roll and oh snap <laughs> so um and and when you yeah so when you you look <laughs> like, at oh, that, obviously, oh you know um holding off on like a couple names and and whatever but uh again this is all what we were supposed to get so um we've yes. i viewed it as again you may not like the guy but he had a vision and I think the a beautiful vision. I believe that's why we get the clamoring, the, the the hashtag of release the cut and all that. And it's because you just what's the point of running a marathon and stopping at you know halfway or stopping at three quarters and quitting? 
just see the whole thing through, just see it through. Mm. And the arguments are always going to be made. All right, well, the, the, the product isn't finished and this is how much it's going to cost and we don't want to invest. We just want to get away from it. But I, I, but I dare say that I'm kind of with the argument of, you know, it's a win-win, right? Uh, I, I was doing this piece, mm-hmm. if I could quickly just step away, you know, to the side for a second. I was writing uh, yesterday, actually, and I was just kind of writing and whatever came to mind. And when I went back to read at it, it was along the lines of what happens after we keep asking the questions. We keep asking these questions and we we're so passionate about these questions and we're searching for these answers and we ask for these answers. And what happens when you get that answer? Then what? Where do you, where do you go from there? So that's my mentality. Yeah, you you see the movie and then you say, huh, okay. That, that was what was going to happen. And then what? I think what needs to be done is you just let the man see his vision through if that's what he wants to do. If he doesn't want to, I get it. Mm-hmm. Simply because I don't think it, and I, I kind of see where people are like, we shouldn't get the Snyder Cut because that's only going to be part one of a potential part three. You get what I'm saying? Now you're asking them, the, the, the company, Warner Brothers, to right. now put up money away from what they're already doing, though they're trying to get away from all of this, to now let this man do at least one more movie to say, listen, I don't need to do a part three. I can do a part two and just knock it out the park. But now you're saying here, yeah, but now you're saying, what do you need? 200 right. million finish just it off. to finish off this one? And now I need to give you money and time and actors and everything that we weren't going to do anymore for <laughs> this. Yes, I get it. It, it. It'd be beautiful to see, but this is the part that I like. It kind of goes against what we were talking about earlier. Um, we read what was going to happen. We didn't see it. Where in the, before it was like, no, we saw mm-hmm. it. So I know what, what happened. You got what I'm saying? So I don't need to know what potentially is it. I already saw it. So I know. So you can try to eliminate it. That's fine. We haven't seen this yet. We only read about it. It's it's the, I don't want to say it's the equivalent, but you and I went to go see a theatrical version of BBS and we knew, uh, unfortunately, you just couldn't be a fan of it to other people because others hated it so much. They just wanted like you couldn't you couldn't say I liked it yeah. because then oh, you yeah. were poked at and it's like dude it's my opinion get over yourself like really you're gonna knock me for my opinion calm yourself mm-hmm. down I didn't realize your opinion was that much greater than mine so um, at the end at the end of the day there is a sense of we want to see it just to say we saw it but does it really matter if we see it. Because then when we see it, what happens then? Now we're saying, hey, you, you gave us this one. Now you got to give us the next one. No, I can't give you the next one. So just trust in me knowing that I had a really good plan. I had a really good idea. You saw what you saw. I don't know what you saw because I've never seen it. Those were his words. He's never seen the release of Justice League. So he doesn't. Now when people present, hey, was this your idea? I don't know what you're talking about. 
that wasn't in my movie. Yeah, yeah, he's he's got yeah, a record saying that, that numerous that, times. That's, that's not, not my that's movie. That's not what so I remember. And they even asked him about. I think there's a sense of um, like they brought up the uh, they bring up the one scene and he's like, "What are you talking about?" Hey, ladies and gentlemen, this is Wade. Um, this interview that we did, or little segment we had with my good brother, um, we had to cut it short. There were some technical difficulties, but. I will have him on again for a part two to this. I really love the conversation we're having. The vibe was going well. Um, I love having that guy on, man. Um, shout out to my good brother, Jay, for popping on. Um, if you didn't get a chance to follow him, again, go follow him on Twitter. He only has Twitter. That's about it. You want to get a good interaction with him. Go to at Fan of Blood or... You know, just show the guy some love. He's a great guy, man. I can't say that enough. Once again, um, I wanted to pop on the end of this and say uh, thank you, everybody, for the support. I've been going through a lot right now, uh, physically, and it's crazy. This episode was recorded literally two to three days before I found out I had gotten the freaking virus and um it sucks man but you know what i'm gonna fight i'm gonna keep going i'm gonna stay strong um thank god we caught it early taking care of it i'm taking care of myself and taking care of mama wade mama jean as many of you know she's also been um she tested positive for it and uh it's just a rough time, but you know what? Warriors keep going. We keep fighting. We stay strong. Um, love you guys. I'm going to end this one as I usually do. By the way, hold on. Wait, 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 wait. I don't want to leave you guys on a sad note and make you worry about me and think bad things are happening and nothing's going to get better because it will. Eventually, things will shine and be bright, right? So do me a favor. Do me a favor. Follow us on Instagram at Big Heck Wade Adventures. Follow us on Twitter at Big Heck Wade ADV. Follow us on hmm, Facebook. We have a Facebook. That's right. I'm trying to remember everything at once, so please bear with me. Follow us on Facebook. Just look up Big Heck and Wade Adventures. Um, also, we are part of an amazing, amazing network. My brothers, I love those guys. The Fourth Wall Pop Network. Go check out the following shows. Fourth Wall Cast. Nothing to wrestle with. The Crossroads. There are so many dope shows on that network, man. And we are just rocking and rolling with so much. Shout out to the good brother Bones, Smarky, Doc, Matty G, the Dusty One, Dusty Dave, um, DFDC. Brother, I love you guys. I love all you. Um, we also, let's see. I We have a Teespring. Look us up. All you have to do is type in for the podcast. You know where to find us. Um, shout out to everybody. I love you guys. And we will be back next week with a brand new episode. Peace. Salute. I'm out. Later.